Well, hello, everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, what I want to do today is I want to share with you a verse of Scripture that's quite a famous verse of Scripture. But before I share it with you, I want to encourage you to do something that many of you might do and many of you probably have never thought to have done before. And this is not an original idea of mine. The scriptures talk about the scriptures talk about hiding the word of God in our heart, hiding the word of God in our heart. And and the way that that takes place is in a few ways is one by reading the word of God is by reflecting on it. What does this mean? What is it saying? How does this affect my life? But also by memorizing the word of God so that in our lives, when things come up in our life, that it reminds us, because this is not, this is not a, uh, just a novel. This is not just a book of history. It's none of that. This is the Word of God. It speaks, it lives, it's alive, and it talks to us over and over and over again. It's God-inspiring, inspired Word to us. I want to encourage you that you would maybe, between now and the end of Lent, memorize these next two verses memorize these next two verses and by hiding them in your heart in a sense by putting them in at just the right time it's amazing how God when you're in prayer and thought God brings a verse back to you and it speaks to you or it's something you're in the middle of a conversation and you can share it with someone else and these two are very much uh, verses that we're going to share are very much about what, uh, what Easter is all about, the love of God. Now, we've been reading from John chapter 3. It's the story of Nicodemus, the Pharisee, who comes at night to Jesus. And Jesus says to him when he comes, uh, because he says, Jesus, you couldn't be doing these things except through the presence of God. And Jesus says, well, you have to be born again of water and the Spirit. And Jesus continues to talk to him and goes on. And these are the two verses I want to encourage you uh, and one of them, John 3.16, is a verse that you'll see often at sports events at times. You'll see often on, on all sorts of coffee mugs, on plaques, on, in churches, in all sorts of places. It's a famous verse because it's so powerful. But don't let it just become a verse that you put on a card or, on a, or buy a cup or put it on a T-shirt. Allow it to be real in your life. Have a look at these two verses. It says this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. Indeed, good God did not send the son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world might be saved through him. There's the events of the death and the resurrection of Jesus again. For God so loved the world, God so loved the world, we could do an in, we can do an entire message on the word so. We we could give an entire half hour message just on that letter on the on the, on the word so. And and the reason I say that is not to be smart, but for this reason, for God so loved the world. Think about what God did. There is God divine, and He sends His Son. Jesus, as we read in the Scripture, sets aside he, he, the, being beside the Father and comes and becomes a human being like us experiencing all that we would have. The so of God, God's love, that so is so incredible what God has done. And, and many people have just talked on that one word, for God so loved 
so great, so amazing was God's love for us. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. He gave his only son so that everyone who believes, everyone who believes in him may not perish, but have eternal life. In other words, the key to eternal life is belief in Jesus. In other words, Jesus becomes the key, becomes the doorway to eternal life. Verse 17, indeed, God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world. He didn't come to condemn it. No, no, no. But in order that the world might be saved through him. Jesus is the door to heaven. Jesus is the door. And so we pray, Jesus, come be more in my life. Jesus, come and be Lord of my life. And when some of us stop and we think of our children and we think of our husbands or we think of our wives or loved ones who don't believe, Jesus is the door. Jesus is the door. And how we enter through that door, which the scripture tells us at times can be narrow, not at times, but the door is narrow, is that's where we need to trust God and, and have a bigger picture than what we understand of ourselves. Because the love of God is so great, even for our children, our husbands, our wives, our friends that don't go to church. But I would encourage you, read these two verses and, and reflect on them and then memorize them and hide them in your heart. And then it'll, you'll be amazed how often the Holy Spirit will bring it back to you. The Holy Spirit will bring it back to you. The Holy Spirit will bring it back to you. Well, as we end the week today, I just want to ask you if, if you would continue to support me in proclaiming the gospel. And uh, I have shared many times that I can't do this without you. And the key to the kingdom of God, the key to that love is, is hearing. There are many people who will never, never hear the gospel. Uh, in recent times, I've had a number of people who've approached me just in places that I, where I've been. And they have said to me, I believe today because of what you shared, because I watched you, because I, I, I've, I've been listening to, listening to you. And, and to be honest with you, it's not my original word. I'm just being passed on to what was shared to me. And I'm just passing it on. And, and, and I believe in it. And I want to ask you, would you be someone who helps me pass it on? To our Faith Builder partners, those people who give every month and every week, who went to the trouble of contributing something, some very large, some very small, I want to say to you that the blessing of God upon you is great and will be great because you are being an evangelist in sharing Christ. To those who give from time to time, thank you so much. And so you can go to, you can go to this address if you would like to give as a Faith Builder partner on a monthly basis or weekly basis. You can go to this address or you can go to the Give tab or if you just want to give once, you can just go to these two addresses. Now what I want to do for everybody who contributes, I want to give you this book as a sign just of my appreciation. The, I'm, I'm just about to give this talk again to a group of people. And I have been giving this talk for many years and it has developed and developed uh, over time. And I know when I give this talk that this in these next few days that this will set many, many people free. That people's lives will be touched and, and, and because of what this is. this is. This is the central message of Easter of Good Friday, of the love of God, that we are forgiven. And I'd love to be able to give that to you. So you determine how much you contribute. I want to give it to as many people as I can. So for those of you who give more, more people will get it. 
and for the cost of the mail and the printing I'm going to send it to as many people as I can and so you may choose to give a lot more so that I can send it to a lot more people and uh, I want to thank you I can't do this without you the gospel needs you and it needs us to share the gospel with as many people as we can and it changes people's lives Loving Father, we thank you today that you're with us. Allow us to experience your love, grace and goodness in our life. And Father, we just give you thanks and praise for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, God bless you. See you tomorrow. Don't forget wherever you are, God is never far from you.